Yo. All right, should we start? Yeah. It's your turn, I think. Oh, I did it last time. You think of funny things, though. I never think of anything. Funny is a... (laughs) Hey. Hey, (laughs) sex robots. And welcome to another episode of Geek A&E, where we try and fix terrible pieces of pop culture that have come into the A&E with sepsis. My name is Ellen Waddell. I'm Alec Lambert. So, Alec, um, what did we have come into our A&E department this week? A, a marvellous, excellent film called mm-hmm. Cherry 2000. Cherry 2000. I'm not familiar with that film. So, I mean, I am. I just watched it, but I'm pretending. I'm, uh, a, I'm a nurse and you're is, checking in. It's the future because mm-hmm. it's in the 80s, but it's the future. It's the year 2017. Oh, how timely. Oh, that's all, that's all you. That's now. And 80s future man Sam has a sex robot that he fucks to death in, mm-hmm. in his kitchen. And then goes on an exciting adventure to retrieve it with the help of Melanie Griffiths and her side boob. I think <laughs> that you pretty much summarised that film quite well. to start with this film to be honest with you it was um it was quite painful for the eyes <laughs> I, I, I like the 80s future yeah that particular brand of future where everything looks like the 80s despite the fact it's 30 years later like robocop and aliens that was 70s whatever yeah cherry 2000 other films blade runner 80s future mm. when the fu- the technology is exactly the same just everyone wears like perspex yeah when they couldn't quite guess where technology would go so they thought everyone would just dress weirder would be, be stranger and there'd be holograms yeah like in the original series of star trek they couldn't have predicted laptops and ipads so everyone's still using clipboards they sort of have like bluetooth almost don't they with the little things oh in the original one it's just it's uh just that it's a flippy out box it's just a mobile phone oh yeah it's not even the cool uh, tap your titty, beam me up, skiddy. <laughs> tap your titty. You know the drill, fellas. Tap your titty, Starfleet, beam me up, skiddy. Starfleet evacuation protocol one, tap the titty. <laughs> I forgot about skitty, that famous character. Do you know what the From most... Skitland. Most terrible episode of Star Trek was in the first series when... Um, I think it was in the first episode when like the transporter went wrong and it managed to meld two people and they both died. They it, do a lot of meldy accidents. Yeah. Has made an evil Kirk or an evil Spock? Uh, it's also made two Rikers. Ooh, one, one with a beard, one without. That's how they differentiate. One who likes them. the front yeah. door, one who likes the back There's door. A, he turns up in the later episode of Deep Space Nine, and to know he's the bad Riker, he pulls his mutton chops off. So he's just got a goatee. That's not true. To a beard. It's true. true. Yeah, that's wow. He was like, "Oh well, Riker's here." And then he steals a ship, and it turns up with the dramatic music, and he pulls off his I'm sideburns. Bill Riker. I think they're calling Tom. I think Tom Riker. Tom Riker. Oh, I quite like to hang out with um, evil Tom Riker in a holodeck. That'd be nice. It'd be even more disgusting than regular. Oh, Riker. exactly. Um, or because of the opposite, he'd be really gentlemanly, Puritan. Maybe he just like he's got all like mouth and no trousers. Like he's like, yeah, I'm gonna do filthy stuff to you, and you get in there, and he'd be like, oh, can I give you a manicure? He's got. I've got a really hot holodeck program. It's half a pint of diet lemonade. <laughs> bridge. <laughs> oh god right so this film um so there's a very iconic start to it because basically sam treadwell has this um lady robot called cherry yeah uh she wears red everything around them is red it's it's great um and he starts kissing her passionately but you you noted how it had that weird kissing thing where they'd obviously gone and done some adr after it where they just yeah lips are pressed yeah 
and then there's like like the sound when I'm engaging in romance that's my romance that's the mating call of my people that's the sound of a constipated cow <laughs> it's very confusing if you watch that and you went I guess that's how people kiss and the first person you kissed you just went and they were like why are you making that noise because like, it's good because that means we're having a good sexy time why are you making the same noises as people who drink coke Mm. <sighs> uh, anyway so he um he starts making out with her and then there's all that mm, noises and then um she's put a good old rinse on in the futuristic washing machine was it like clothes or dishes i, I, I thought it was a sink but it was generating a lot of suds and was like generating them like a washing machine yeah it's the future it's both yeah all right all, all, all cutlery <laughs> and crockery is clothes they're just going the same thing yeah same thing in they go it's called the wash the wash hole Oh, sorry, I just hit the microphone. Sorry if that hurt that hurt anyone listening. You stick your stuff in the hole and it comes out clean. Yeah. It's so like pencil sharpeners. Like, what? You stick electric pencil sharpeners, you just stick it in and it comes out all sharp. Mm. I've never used an electric pencil sharpener. You just have not lived, my friend. I just be tempted to stick my finger in, I don't know why. I mean, if you wish to sharp... Well, you can get really sharp fingers then, like claws, like well, an evil witch. Well, you know, there's, there's a thing you shouldn't do, like, when you're younger in your assembly and it's, like, Membrance Day and they have the song, someone playing their do-do-do and part of you thinks, like, what would happen if I start dancing or singing or doing cartwheels? I... And yeah. you have to... I had a friend who was so worried she was going to do that, she had to sit on her hands. But what if she then just does the river dance? Uh... Your hands for that. I guess she didn't think of that. Yeah. I didn't think of Always that. Always got to think of the Irish. Um... <laughs> Think of the Irish. One of my many sayings. <laughs> you have seven. It's coming out soon. <laughs> think of the Irish. <laughs> think of... Anyway. My, my seven catchphrases. Yeah. Always think of the Irish. Anyway, the suddy thing. So the suds will happen. <laughs> and then he's basically lying on the floor, like, kissing and going, mm, and he's basically a complete idiot because obviously like you don't mix electronics with huge amounts of foamy water. Although saying that, like, she's probably not well built, but uh, she short circuits. <laughs> And dies. How does the water get in her? I mean, we can guess, but there's a lot of it. She's a sex robot, and the water becomes internal in her system. I'm not a sex robot maker. Yeah, I've never claimed to be. Right. Apart from that one time. Oh, you did claim yesterday. You were going, guys. I'm a sex sex robot maker. Let me into your nightclub. Give me your coins. (laughs) Yeah. But I kind of feel like a basic thing with sex robots is should be waterproof. How do you wash it? Hmm. What if there are... Sexy shower time. Sexy shower time. I guess you just don't. Sex is grim and there's a lot of fluids involved. Yeah. Some from a secondary source, if you're doing a massage oil thing, make your sex robot waterproof. Yeah, because also he's told that her um, internal parts are fried. And that's where, like, his penis would go near the internal... But maybe it's just like a glove. He sticks his penis in like a glove style thing. Like a vagina's like a glove. Like, it can't be that anatomically accurate. I mean, we don't know. I mean, I'm not a sex robot maker, which I've already mentioned. That's true. But, yeah, maybe or it's like a sheath. What are those things that yeah. they use to uh, <laughs> to uh, disseminate balls? Is yeah. that the right term? What disseminate balls? Well, there's you know balls. Yeah. So, you know, ball semen is one of the most expensive liquids on the earth. I did not know that. Welcome oh. to fact time. Okay. It's like per weight, it's incredibly. It's why? Incredibly why? Expensive. What do people use it in? Inseminating cows. Oh, I was like, is there a does it do something to your face yeah, it's or not like, like it's not like skincare ancient thing. medicine right mixing bull semen with your hot chocolate and you get a good night's sleep and, and you're um turning to gwyneth paltrow oh god what a curse oh the she's, wear paltrow she's every the, full moon you turn into gwyneth paltrow <laughs> she's the worst i hate that 
it's so hard. Did you see that thing when she was complaining about food stamps? She's like, with my food stamps, I can only get three limes and a half a pound of lemongrass. What? Oh, shut up, Gwyneth. She's telling women to like steam their, their vaginas. Your vagina's not a vegetable, okay? And your tampons aren't toxic. Yeah, lady folds not do not need to be dry cleaned. Exactly, lady folds. Lady I'm folds. such a gentleman. <laughs> um, so... I was actually thinking, like, okay, so she's like, she's a bit like a computer, isn't she? She's like a, well, she's a bit like, say, she's like a, a MacBook because he, computer. well, because he takes it to a man who, who's like, oh, it's it's fried, and I was thinking, oh, well, when I get like water on my MacBook, I stick it in rice, so he should have just stuck her in rice, <laughs> well, they, they, or they, turned her upside down and put her on like a heater or something. <laughs> he's just got like a coffin full of rice. Yeah, and he just, oh, in you go, just, cher- in you go hey, Cherry. Oh, Cherry, did it again, you silly bitch. So clumsy. <laughs> you fell over in the suds. Also, that's his floor. Yeah, he's very unbothered about his floor getting covered in suds. I think he guess he's more. So he's very upset because she's the love of his life, and which is sad. Which is really sad, and the film doesn't really address how sad that is because it kind of drip feeds in the world that we exist in, in the future. It does not do it well. It does not do it. The exposition, like normally in films, when people explain the plot to each other, it's actually quite rubbish. But this film went, we won't explain any of the plot to each other. It went too far the other, the other end. Yeah, and so there's you kind of get to learn why he would be fucking a robot because he goes to this bar to, called like Glow, Glow, Glow or Gluten... I think it's Glue Club. The Glue Glue Club. The Glue Glue Club. Because the, the Glue Glue Club. <laughs> there was, oh, there was one called the Wink Wink Club as well. Oh, he had his friends and his friends there. were weirdly robotic and they were like, let's go and meet some flesh and blood woman. A real woman. Real. Have five. Have ten. Let's go. And you have to... <laughs> and when you get to the clubs, they have these... I, I thought this part was interesting. They, I liked it. Yeah, they had the balls, right? And you could... There was these like large balls and you could show videos of what you were like in bed by showing clips of you having sex with past lovers and this one woman's like oh this is me and steve and he's and so you kind of swap videos and you go would we what like a demo reel yeah yeah exactly like a skype audition yeah so someone can see if you'd work well together whereas like i guess if they were having straight up normal love making and then you stick your one and it's just like you pissing on someone they're like no 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 yeah. But none the, of that but when the two piss piss reels meet magic exactly happens. he's only be like oh you like that as well oh, yeah. let's go to the wee 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 club yeah <laughs> but it, so and then someone else was trying to sign a contract to have a one night stand with someone so I guess in the future like sex is messy and complicated whereas now it's so simple but, well I mean the future is today right uh, 2017 that's true but it does eliminate one problem mm-hmm. consent you have a legally written consent and what we will do and what you don't do Oh, that's true. In a way, sex is a lot safer in our league because they have lawyers in the clubs that are like, "You agree to this stipulation." Oh, and uh, uh, guess the who the lawyer was, guys? One of the lawyers, sexy young Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, he was a looker. He looks so good. I. He's got lovely eyelashes, and he's just got beautiful eyes. And um, oh, he was yeah. It was, it was nice. It was nice to see him in something that wasn't The Matrix or um, what's now. I haven't seen that. He's in that. He, I think he lied about his age to get on the thing. Was uh, it real war? Right. Um, and he, yeah, he, he dies in that. He's not so good looking in Apocalypse Now. I feel it, Cherry 2000 was the peak. Yeah, it was the peak. The 80s was peak Fishburne. So if you're a fan of Lawrence Fishburne, then um, just watch, like, I think he's in it for about one minute and he doesn't say much. He just kind of goes over the contract. So uh, look at that scene on YouTube. Cherry 2000 club scene. Lawrence Fishburne. Um... Also, there was a weird thing where, like, a lot of the film in terms of, like, the costume and design and stuff, it was a bit like they kind of gone to a sale at Matalan and then onto Tammy Girl and then onto, like, a closing down costume shop 
and then just to every single Hollywood lot that was selling old bits and parts from like films. Yeah. It was a real weird mishmash. It was just kind of like the costume people were like, and you will wear a swimming cap and we'll paint you to look like a tiger. You're wearing a perspex see-through raincoat. You're a you're a cowboy. It just... One lady was um, wearing a black and white polka dot bikini and was also painted with white and black polka dots. So I thought it was a real dedication to your look. Yeah, it was... To rewind briefly, what's a Tammy girl? So a Tammy girl is a place you went when you were a girl and okay. um Tuesday. oh it was connected to c and a i think and you went in <gasps> cheap and awful yeah <laughs> you basically just went in there and you bought like tiny little slutty clothes because that what it was it was like you know tops were like daddy's little monster but it was like a Ugh. crop top that came up to your boobs Ugh. and you could buy like denim trousers but they were just <laughs> ex- in yeah, 2017 like... <laughs> but back in my day they were called denim trousers <laughs> so you bought your denim trousers and they were just covered in diamante and they had like weird just weird crap on them you know when you just go this is a perfectly nice outfit why don't we just like throw some rhinestones on let's call it a party that's how you make yourself stand out that's peacocking is that peacocking is that what putting rhinestones is i I think i think it's actually called no the actual term for putting rhinestones on something is bedazzling bedazzling I think bejeweling, that's bejeweling bejeweling encrusting I think I'm getting confused with like vajazzling we always get isn't confused. that what you put we all get confused with vajazzling is that what you put struggle. rhinestones on your I think it's where you, so get, you decorate little, so the mons pubis region is shaved yeah and then you decorate it with little stick on sequins and glitter and googly eyes and pipe cleaners okay. <laughs> so you get like two two, two like late night blue peter yeah and then a pipe cleaner so it looks like it's got a droopy mustache and you're like i'm funny see that's the thing if they had one of those ball things on and you showed a picture and you vajazzled yourself so it was like a kind of inspector clouseau style character in your genitals and people are like oh my god that's amazing that would be I'm good. I'm hiring you. We're uh, not going to have intercourse because you're clearly a freak. Because you're mental. but do my kids' parties. <laughs> but yeah, kids love this. Um, the sexy 80s future, which is now. So this this future... Oh, uh, so basically he gets told... So he's like, I want Cherry. I want Cherry. Cherry's my Cherry girlfriend. Cherry's my girlfriend. And he's got a chip of her. And um, a mini disc, I it's a, Yeah, it was a very small, tiny, 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 CD. tiny little CD. Tiny CD, like the width of my thumb. Yeah, well, it's, I've, got, I've got massive thumbs. Width of my thumb? I say it's about the size of my thumb. Yeah. Uh, you can't see what this is, guys. Well, um, if you want to know, look what it looks at your own like. Thumb. Yeah, look at your thumb. <laughs> now. Um, there's a lot of people. Okay, basically, if you want to know, then um, just like come around to my house and I'll show you my thumb. Like anytime, <laughs> just knock on the door and I'll be like about this size, and they'll go like, right, got it, visual. Cheers. Um, and I can continue listening <laughs> to the show. Uh, so also, uh, there's a nice bit in it where they flash back to things you saw three minutes previously. Oh, that was great. I love that in a film. That was great. Um, so he gets told that there's a tracker bar in a glory hole. <laughs> Genuinely, so that's a line that's in the film. That's how you get a yeast infection. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote down, that sounds quite nice. Instead of eating dick, you eat fibre. Because there'll be a tracker bar in the glory hole. So you wouldn't be like, num, 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 willy. You'd be like, num, 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 mm, fibre. Mm, nuts. Mm, nut, chocolate nuts. covering, but yeah. not that sort of nuts. The healthy nuts. The healthy nuts. Non-fatty protein. That'd be nice. Um, so that's what we in, in the so in the future mm, now. Yeah. Would glory help be replaced by like health food dispensers? Because yeah. they lost they lost something in the translation. Like they couldn't get 2017 dead on. Yeah. Because as we all know, glory holes they're now just like it's bubble tea <laughs> and black kale that comes out of it, and you just <laughs> sloop, sloop them up. Is it what glory holes have you been going to? Uh, ones exclusively in boots, not boots, uh, the body shop. 
I've never. Yeah, I don't think they were. It'd be funny. If, were they, did they get anything right? Um, we have cars. Oh, that's true. There were cars there in were it. Cars in it. People had faces. They're, that's they're, still a thing. Americans <laughs> still are American. Our souls. Yeah. Aww. No, not really. Uh, what else did they get right about about 2017? Uh, sex robots. Um. Yeah, but they're not really sex robots. They're sex dolls, aren't they? Mm. Well, combine it with Siri. Mm. You've kind of got a. You're halfway there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Vegas has been absorbed by the desert. That's not happened. Is it not? No. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, there goes. Melanie Griffiths wears two belts. You can wear two belts if you want. Yeah, in the crazy liberal future of 2017, you can wear. Two... Oh, there's so there's a bit as well where like because they just randomly decide this is the future, so we'll just throw in some really surreal looking stuff. And at one point, there's like a cat who's living inside one of those like huge water filter bottles. So like offices, the water. Yeah. Yeah, there's water just a cat in it. Yeah, because water. in the future you can't keep your cats outdoors. But it doesn't make any sense, and also you know mean? they didn't have any kind of like animal regulations or rules on it. So I bet if we'd looked through the credits, there wouldn't have been one of those. No animals died during the making of this film because it would have to be like an animal definitely died during the making of this film. Not that cat, put a, a cut open bottom one over a cat for a single shot, and yeah. then lifted it off. Why does the cat have to die? Well, does the cat have to be inside the thing? But it's the future. It's crazy. Oh, future's weird. Like that guy's fishing rod that had a sort of screen on it for no reason oh I don't think I was paying attention I just said you go future rod every time I see a future rod I get very excited <laughs> yeah every time um, you saw something slightly different you were like I recognise it but it's in the future future rod future, future torch future torch future car future car future uh, cowboys future cowboys yeah so everything goes backwards because there's loads of cowboys so in the, in the cities everyone is the 80s but it's the future and yeah. the bad so I, as far as I could tell the law Deep law, get involved. The law of change 2000 is a lot of the world's gone to shit. Yeah. And people scavenge the wasteland bits for toaster ovens. So I think it's. And other bits and bring them back to the cities to build things with. It's like Mad Max, but directed by Disney, but they were drunk. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's all just a bit off. Yeah, it's a little. It's like um, it just it just felt like a lot of it. There were decisions made that didn't make sense. But there was um, it was a great bit. Where, oh, so there's a. It's quite a sexy film. So because there's a sex robot. I mean, there's a lot of sort of allusions to sex. Yes, and a sexy film itself. I may not necessarily travel down this road with you. No, but it's not a sex agreement. Yeah, it's not the sex. You can stay there at the um, path the of cro- indecision. The crossroads of. Um, I'll say fuck you. The crossroads. I can't say. I want to say indecision. We've already said it. Yeah, sorry. I That's... can't decide what to say at the crossroads of the crossroads uh... of. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, but so there's a bit in it where they show. So Melanie Griffiths turns up and she talks like a baby gargling cheese or something. She's got like this weird little girl voice. Uh, quick impression of a baby gargling cheese. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. What do babies say? What do babies say? Mama. Okay. Tractor. Okay. Um, why, Mama? <laughs> why have cheese? <laughs> why? <laughs> I'm spitting on myself now. <laughs> uh, getting into character. Yeah, I am. Um, um, acting. Where's Daddy? That's what babies say, isn't it? I had a tough childhood. Right, so <laughs> <laughs> I said Hong Kong Ribulator because I thought that's how you pronounce Combine Harvester. Hong Kong Ribulator. Hong Kong Ribulator. That is that like your first word? Knew, yeah, my first my first words as I looked up into my mother's eyes was. Hong Kong Ribulator. And she went, oh, he's going to be a physicist? <laughs> a combine arms. Oh, he's going to be... Oh. 
Yeah, but uh, she didn't know you were saying combine harvester. She did. She can. She could translate. That's all. That's the, only, that's the only word she said to me for the first three years of my life was combine <laughs> harvester. She's like, I'm going to make him say something weird. Yeah, it's combine harvester. <laughs> uh, oh, so I was going to say. Um, so the the sexy bit was, but so they had bits where it was like going, okay, so we we can't get an 18 rating. So we're going to allude to some sexy bits. So there's a bit where um they have the classic. Melanie Griffiths getting changed, but it's a shadow of her getting changed. But you definitely saw nipple. So there was not only side boob, but silhouetted side boob, yeah. which is three times as sexy as regular side boob. On the, on What's the, the order? Well, the order is front boob. Well, front boob is actually not that sexy because it's like you know been there. Yeah. So like so. But in, you've never in, seen in the descent, side of a woman's in boob des- <laughs> in ascend like, in ascending. So from the least sexy to the most sexy. Yeah, yeah. So front boob. Right. Hand bra. What's handbra? Well, they'd have the hands over the nips. Oh, okay. Silhouette side boob. Yeah. Side boob. Under boob. Under boob isn't that sexy. Under boob's pretty sexy. What about top, like cleavage? Nah. Yeah. See that anyway, mate. Yeah, that's true. Boring. Yeah. Women just have breasts. They can't help having cleavage. Yeah. You've got to go out of your way to, to have, see to under, have under boob. boob. <laughs> like someone's really going to be working for that. Yeah. You could but just look at like an American tops. apparel advert and you can see some prime Not under anymore. boob. No, absolutely went bankrupt. Oh, yeah, that's true. After that creepy owner of theirs yeah. kept wanking in board meetings okay. surely after the first time he I, how, would, how would he have done it multiple was times was that actually something he did yeah he kept masturbating in board meetings they were like this is fine oh wow carry on Jeff but in fairness give all, it a tug for me all their photos of girls they looked really really I know they were like over the age of 16 or 18 but they looked deceptively young and it was also from those like the position of the photographer was very like above them looking down it was creepy it was when they were still up you could go on their website and then the male section was just a, a skinny pale dude wearing a t-shirt and they would cut the female version and she'd be like pulling it all up like, wiggling around nips, under boob nips ahoy nips ahoy <laughs> Good. nips ahoy the name of my pirate ship they, come on board uh, do you want to guess what rating this film was because I did look it up 12 yeah it's, no it's a PG-13 hey how is this film a PG-13 okay so let's keep going through it because okay so that's the first bit of like uh, and there's there's a bit where he goes to this bar, which is just like an explosion of weird stuff. It's like an animal kink bar, like because there's a leopard print and like deers on the wall, and people are wearing clothes. And then there's cowboys in it. Oh, the cowboy bar. And there's like yeah. leather pants, but it's not just cowboys. This is when he's driven from the city to Glory Hole to find the yeah. tracker, and the yeah. trackers are like, I don't know if they really have a. They're like scrap hunters, but have guns. Yeah, so they never explain. So they keep saying, oh, I need to find a tracker. Everyone hates trackers. They don't ever explain what a tracker actually is, but it's someone who... It's like a mercenary, I guess, or a bounty hunter. But yeah, like, go find me this from the wasteland, and they go, okay. From zones one to six, they're like, go find me a thing. Here's the money. Um, so, but he's doing... Okay, so bear in mind, so he meets Melanie Griffiths, and he then tries to find a different tracker, and he's looking for six-fingered Jake. She's a woman. She's a woman, and she's like, "Why did?" She was like, "Let's go now," and he was like, "Wait, no, you're too decisive, decisive and sassy for me. I'm I not like going to go with you." Robotic and full of suds. Yeah, <laughs> I like them with internal organs that are fried. <laughs> so they just um, he goes back to her. And she just says to me like, I knew you'd be back, but in a Melanie... Do your Melanie Griffiths impression. I knew you'd be back. Exactly. So it's just, I knew you'd be back. I always in the film. I just start, it's uh, I'm the best tracker in the zone. I'm the only one who can find you. Your cherry sounds very well. I have red hair. <laughs> she has red hair. My daughter's going to be in Fifty Shades of Grey. 
Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that person. Yeah. Because when you said her daughter, so I Dakota thought... Dakota Johnson. I was thinking, like, Dakota Johnson. Were you thinking of Dakota Fanning? Yeah, it may have been. Yeah, yeah. Who's in War of the Worlds. Yeah, is that? No. Yes, yes. yes. Ah, yeah. That screams a lot. This is my personal space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christine Grey, you're in the wastelands and you have a sexy room. Oh, Keep the... your jeans on. And so they go to the wastelands and there's a really creepy bit where... So he's got this chip which he puts into like a dictaphone where he can listen to Cherry and reminisce about it's, her. It's her personality on the... On, on a, the, a on little the tape. Yeah. yeah. And there's a bit where like uh, Melanie Griffiths is having a nap and then he's just listening to Cherry say things and some of the things she says is like, oh, kiss me. Oh, that's it. Oh, do you want a hand with that? Oh, that feels good, and it's really weird. And, and I'm like, this is a thirteen. And he's doing it in like this on the in the open next to his mate napping. Like, put away your audio sex tape. I don't care how how cheap it was on Audible. Mm. Put it away, and that's when he's sitting on the wall that has a tube just full of snakes on it. Yeah, that was like, a, a canny <laughs> observation by you. Were like, there's a tube, and I was like, is this the metaphor? Sort of like a run, like a drain pipe running out. They just shuffle loads of snakes in it. Go look, it's the desert. It's full of snakes. They like, live in tubes. Very localized snakes who all live in these tubes that's the snake do you tube. think that was something <laughs> yeah well, almost every desert's got one i guess that's it's a future that's what happens in the future in the future all snakes live in tubes all sna- and there's the perfect shape for it yeah that's why they live in tubes <laughs> there's nowhere else for snakes to live they're like oh in a box renting is ridiculous we all have to move to the desert live in tubes <laughs> the one tube just one tube. You can't live somewhere with corners. They're round fellas. It'd been good to know their story. It'd been nice if they followed them the for a bit. The snake story. Yeah. And I then think it may be born in a tube. Die in a tube. <laughs> <laughs> one guy fell out of a tube, got a, got agoraphobia, went back in the tube. Okay, so then we, can, uh, we, we, we must mention the action. I guess this is the action set piece. I think there's like two in the film. The but, crane or the barricades? The crane. This is the first one, isn't it? I, I, I think they're the barricades first when they're driving into the desert and, and she just goes watch out for the barricades and then they shoot at people and then they oh, drive off oh do you off. know what I just didn't even and that guy goes why were they shooting at them and Cherry not Cherry what's her name what is her name Tracker Tracker E. Johnson what's it Melanie is... Griffiths yeah because I can't remember her actual M- name Mel Mel Griff Mel G Mel G <laughs> Mel B Mel G just goes oh yeah they're bored so they shoot at people it's like, were you just bored yeah this film was like we need some shooting well that was a scene they could have just taken right out of the yeah, film but yeah, it and it would have made a goddamn bit of difference but it had to be shown that the place is bad bad guns not the fact that everyone's armed could have yeah, got that across they have to keep reminding you that of all the peril they're in because he wants to go and have sex with a robot but he doesn't just want the sex he okay. said a lot of the times he goes it's her personality it's not just a hot robo bod yeah, it's, not in those exact words he, but something very similar he says um, it's romantic uh, at some point he says oh tenderness it's yeah. her tenderness it's a dreamlike quality she has and basically it's like so what you like about her is the fact that she acts and thinks like a Stockholm Syndrome 16 year old girl wife. yeah isn't the first scene with her she's done two scenes yeah the first scene with her she's kind of like she's off mm. but she's fairly normal like she speaks and responds and does stuff yeah she makes him dinner and then she pops back at the end and she's just like an absolute idiot yeah she's just like stumbling around this factory they're having a shooter in going what's going on Ooh, what's that hooray who are those guys wee she goes down a tube and goes wee and you go no seriously you want to have sex with a 16 year old girl that's so stop it I think this film was all about men and their masculinity how they can't deal with a woman who like sasses back maybe that was the maybe that was the message I feel like that was the message maybe that, that it was us... like her it was a precursor for her it actually weirdly reminded me of her I liked from... her I did not like her. I saw her on a plane. 
That's probably a nice way to see it. I saw it in the cinema. I just I thought felt the guy a bit was weird like when they were doing the sex bit in it. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, I can't watch this. This is on a plane. Everyone can see. Everything gets ruder at 30,000 feet. Oh, and also, like I guess because it's a plane, they don't cut out. Because it's just them talking, isn't it, the sex bit? Yeah. So they wouldn't have cut. Because like on planes, you know, where they're like, oh, here's a film. Oh, it's three minutes long to make it suitable for a plane. And I guess with that, because it's just talking, they're not going to cut bits out because you don't see any. Yeah, it's just him rubbing a phone on his crotch. Whacking Phoenix areas. Whacking his Phoenix, right? Oh, oh that makes no sense. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it, yeah, it does. What, because everyone co- oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, 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 Firebird. Fire, that's what I call. Lives in an old man's office in Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> intact. Stayed intact, Stayed the metaphor. Uh, anyway, okay, so they, um, they're trying to get somewhere, doesn't matter where. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. The, the cherry factory yes. to go and get him a new one. But they get lifted up um, by this big metallic thing in the car and the baddies are shooting at them. It's a crane with a magnet on. It's a crane with a magnet on, that's what it is. And there's like one point where you see seven baddies with bazookas shooting at them and they all miss and then Sam and Mel G get out of the car and start shooting them and they hit them every time and they also blow up like a shed and a bit of rock. They blow up a big rock. And a he's, big rock. Shoot, he, they just, he's just firing from the hip, not even aiming, not even <laughs> falling over. And they're just like, hitting everyone. She's just blowing up rocks. Like, these guys are incompetent and they're just dangling from this crane in this car the whole time. Yeah. Just drop the car. As yeah, because also... Ellen pointed out at the time and she just went, just drop the car. Because, uh, yeah, the operator of the person for the crane wants to kill them and he's ho- like holding them above this ravine. Why wouldn't you just Turn let go of the ravine? But then, so she says this is the only way to get across the river. So is that crane operated by baddies the whole time? And does that mean she does this rigmarole that's, every that's time she crosses the river? That's what it sounded like. And they, were, and they were like, oh, it's her again. We've got to make sure we shoot her this time. And then next time, like, uh, so we've had a meeting about what happened last time. We think you should just drop her. And then the guy who was meant to, who was at the meeting, was sick. So it was a temporary guy doing the operator. See, he didn't know just to let go. Of the... Or, even better, if that's the only way they can get across, don't pick him up. Yeah. Just leave her there. Just leave him there. And just, that's it. Just go up to the car, shoot him in the head. Because they get picked on the magnet and then they shoot the operator. Then they winch the car onto the crane and it drops them down into a pipe full of snakes. Yeah. No, no snakes. <laughs> um, in a dam or something. So, oh, that's how I cross the river all the time. Yeah. So that seemed very complicated. It was It was a really boring long set piece. And also because they ADR'd, like, so the audience get didn't get bored with the action they had to keep ADRing lines in like look out we're nearly there watch out for that pick up the gun shoot that guy oh hold on we're nearly there we're gonna get wet we're going in the water like (laughs) consistently non-stop but like not saying anything and it was all like very clearly like I think I said to you at the time like this film can't is scared of silence that's just but that's what it felt like six sentences (laughs) the film was because it was just it was really irritating because I was like this action is not good enough so they have to keep reminding you of what's happening in case what like you're watching it and you go why would you I don't don't even know I don't know is it for like blind viewers so they're like oh they're obviously in jeopardy it reminded me of sort of certain uh, video games where you play soldier hero and Mm. your sergeant's constantly going like play a character pick up that Play a character, go through that door. Yeah. Play a character, you need to throw a flashbang. Play a character, good job. It's like, yeah, I know. Well, so it's like te- teaching <laughs> you how to use the... You, guiding you through it. And then you're like, okay, I know how to work all the... Play a character, get on that machine gun. Play a character, what? cook is me this... some eggs. <laughs> Play a character, hold feel, my hand. I feel like you're specifically talking about... Call of Duty, modern, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. Right. Any Call of Duty fans in the house, Ramirez, you know what I'm talking Go about. Go to Alex's house and uh, fist bump him. <laughs> 
Um, I won't come downstairs. I'll have to. <laughs> I'll look at you out the quite, window. Yeah. I've got an extendable I, fist like a comedy boxing glove. How would they? Is there a Call of Duty sign you can do to each other or a um, line? Uh, oh, a line. Watch your six, Devil Dog. Nice, <laughs> nice. That's from the same game. Watch your six, Devil Dog. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't remember who Devil Dog is or why they're watching their six. Or what but... a six is? Is that your back? Yeah, I think so. It's Watch your six o'clock. Yeah. So you just walk around facing Yeah, I've been a girl time. when you go, there's a cute boy over there. Three o'clock. And you go, oh. Yeah, I don't think it's exclusively military. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think we're allowed to use it as well. <laughs> teenage girls and the military. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> if it, like if I used it, a teenage girl or a military, we go, no, stop that. And I yeah. have to pay them money. You can do Royalties. it. Yeah. Okay, so then they meet a guy and he's got a million toaster ovens. And he lives a- in a cave underneath a dap. Yeah. And he's Mel Griffiths' friend. Friend. Mentor. Mentor. Tutor, Mentor. I'd probably not lover. lover. He's, he's just a father figure. <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> lover. 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 Hello, I am Six Fingers Johnson, or whatever his name is. I am Six Finger. Six Finger Jack. He's got six fingers. He's got six fingers. Why he's got six fingers? Never yeah, explained. I assume he lost some of it in a freak toasting accident. His, yeah, his, his cave is just full of toaster ovens for like in their box for no reason. But he, he just has them. But he explains at one point he's like, "Oh, toaster ovens are great because you can cook things and you can." And then explains the many different like you can bake potatoes in them. And it's like, well, why do you need six hundred of them? He's like, you can do sandwiches, you can do open face sandwiches, you can do sliced sandwiches. And then he does baked potatoes, sandwiches. and then he runs out. And just cooks a snake on the tray for easy yeah. cleaning. It's like, but you're not cooking any of those things. You're cooking snakes. And like when we say it's for the toaster ovens, he has walls made out of toaster ovens. Like yeah. There are rooms in the cave constructed out of toaster ovens. We're not talking like ten. Like six hundred people high walls of toaster ovens that are making a house in this cave. Like it's a fuck ton of toaster ovens. But it's one of these things again. We're in the film where you go, "What does this mean? What does this mean, writers?" Maybe it means that because what is the metaphor? Because they, the people in the cities, want lots of toaster ovens mm. to recycle them into other things. Maybe it's like he is the world's greatest toaster, toaster oven, oven retrieval service. Right. He could be a rich man if he wished to return to Anaheim. Do you know what I think it is? I think he's trying to say that some of us are a bit cold, but we can all be warmed up like a toaster oven, like Sam. And then easily, your tray can be easily removed for cleaning, like Sam's previous feelings for Cherry. Exactly. Easily wiped away with the cut-through grease cleaner of Manny Griffiths' side boob. Yeah, she has a great side boob. That's the cave bit as well. So this whole thing, they hate each other. They're constantly sniping. But, but there's, Sam. in fact, they have like three conversations and I can't remember any of them. But then they're just throwing these random bits that like making eyes at each other. So on the cut... Oh, they... no, no, sorry. Uh, so um, Six Finger Jack is like the guy, he's the mentor, but he's also the, like, the, you know, wise hobo who kind of stumbles up and goes like, oh, you two should be together. See you later. I'm going to go vomit in a corner. Because you're both people. You're be- <laughs> People is meant to be together. Man is not meant to fuck robot. Sometimes love is a toaster oven. <laughs> it's cold and then it's warm and then you stick your dick in it and you regret it. Oh, sometimes that's love how... is like a toaster oven. It warms up and then it short circuits, but you easily replace it with the 4,000 toaster ovens you have in your cave. <laughs> I'm Six Finger Jack. Six Finger Jack. You two donkeys though, they were cool. He did, one died, one got shot in the head or something. <laughs> Off screen, an off screen donkey death. What a shame. But it does get announced that he's like, oh, no, shot in the heart. He's like, no, or someone, so, just so you, the children watching the film will be That's like, to cry did about. the donkey suffer? Oh, he's shot in the heart, thank God. Um, all the kids would love this Poor film. Donkey. Why he has donkeys in a cave underneath the Hoover Dam or wherever it was? Jesus? 
Is it a Jesus metaphor? <laughs> what? Jesus of Nazareth rode into Bethlehem on a donkey. It, no, his mum did. It wasn't Jesus of Nazareth lived in a cave with loads of donkeys and ovens. loads of whatever the biblical version of a toaster oven would be. Would it be like two really warm palm leaves <laughs> in it's, the sun? Because you, you just wrap around your flat bread. Yeah, or your li- Ooh, little bit of cheese. Bit of falafel and hummus. Yeah. Was falafel and hummus back then, yeah? That's I don't know, that's, probably. That's an old part of the world. Their food must be like ancient in origin. Sure. When, yeah. when was the falafel invented? Here's a fun game. Well, falafel is just beat up chickpeas, isn't it? When, I made beat up. <laughs> I made chip falafel for once from scratch. Once. I'll it beat was the you up. Biggest pain in the ass ever, and no one should ever do it. When was falafel invented? Was oh, it? I haven't got any internet connection. I'll do it. No, was, no, I must. Did, did Jesus invent falafel? Never mind. What? When was it invented? 1970. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh no! What, it, uh, that was when it was first. No, that was when it was first spread to Europe and the US. A common theory: it was invented 1,000 years ago by which is Mr. A, Jesus of Nazareth. So a thousand years after Jesus. Oh. Sadly, Danny Jesus. Jesus didn't invent falafel. That's what we're taking away from this episode. Oh, God. And we were going to pitch that like biopic of him to Hollywood, and that was a central theme as well. Jesus of falafel. (laughs) Jesus, falafel inventor. Send on to me your little hummus and chilies. (laughs) Anyway, so... um, Oh, uh, she says something at one point like, there's more to love than hot wiring. Good. Which good I thought was a good line. That's fine. Yeah. He stares at her back for a bit in a cave. Oh, because, then... yeah, she sleeps without a top on. But it's back boob. It's not back boob. It's just the back. <laughs> it's just the back. But you, seeing be... boobs from the back would be horrifying. But it's imaginary boob because she's got Ah, the ultimate back... sexy boob. Yeah, so you know there's boob. So it's, it's the potential of boob. Boob potential. Boob potential. Yeah. The... <laughs> boob. It's like because when... Not, because, the only, because the only thing sexy with nudity is non-nudity. It's the hint of nudity, a though. Hint, a suggestion. Yeah. Hence the ankle. It's like if I see a man just wearing a cooking apron and he's standing with his back to me and he's got no pants on, I'm like, oh, it's ah, a hint of cock. See his butt, look. <laughs> ah, a hint of cock. <laughs> ah, it's got a hint of cock in it. It makes cooking better. No, that's weird. Might it's, burn your end. Oh, the, the film really lost the plot. So after, after this the point. cave, yeah. they come, they're being chased by a man called Lester who hates Melanie Griffiths. I think he wants... To make his own cherry robot. Yeah, so he wants the chip. So he knocks out Sam Treadwell, just mm. bonks him in a little bit of wood or something, and drags him off. And, he and there's like and a half second delay where he bonks him, and then you hear the sound of the wood connecting yeah. with the skull. It's well, great. You know, it, they can't, you know. They can't afford everything. They, They've run know, out they, of studio they, they, space. You know, they got everything else right. Yeah. <laughs> Let them have that one. And he wakes up in Lester's camp, which is like a weird. Sky Ranch. Yeah, Sky Ranch. It's like Butlins in mm. the 80s possibly while everyone sits around taking acid because it was all weird and like pastel colours and all the guards are dressed like happy campers. Yeah, they're kind of all dressed like residents of Florida but they've got guns. I really like that. I like their little gang uniforms of like um, those floppy fishermen's hats, bright Hawaiian shirts and white shorts. And guns. And guns. Well, you know, the guns are, the, the guns are an afterthought, you know. Not every accessory can match the outfit. That's true. But I liked. I thought that was a good, that was a good sort of costuming decision for a gang because it's just so weird. And Lester's really weird, the main villain. He keeps saying these weird lines to people. Yeah. So I think this, the first um, hint that he's got like the best lines in the film is when. So he talks about how he wants a cherry two thousand, and he says, um, he, he says how great they are because it's like slamming an octopus. <laughs> Everyone laughs. He's like, that's very good. That's very. Good. And I and I guess the only thing I can take from that is like. The robot shoots ink in your face when they get scared. It has a beak. <laughs> it has a beak. 
<laughs> which is what all men want but it's like when he says slamming articles and goes yeah yeah it is and it's and we were going it has tentacles i i, I think an octopus is very poisonous as well or venomous yeah the, the beak's got a got a nasty it can get you yeah so either it's like <laughs> ink shooting my fingers like a beak snapping <laughs> beak beak biting or i guess it's just like tentacles suckers. all over you suckers got suckers Sucks. suckers are good Loads of sucker, yeah. Doesn't make Maybe sense. Maybe he really likes calamari. Maybe it's well, like that's squid. It's like Damn. slamming an octopus against a wall. It's that noise. Maybe it's. Just- <laughs> When you go in, it sounds, oh, it's the sound. Because oh. it's a sheath. We said it was a sheath. Oh. So it's a sound that you would make if you slammed an octopus against a wall. Sure. Donk. Oh, God, what are you doing oh. with the octopus? Why? Where's that man? Mummy, where's that man hitting that octopus? Put that on. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I can't go in houses anymore. Well. Always go to the fishmonger section and stuff. Punching an octopus. Around. I bet it probably takes it, like, makes it taste nicer if you punch it a bit. Well, Isn't might... there some food like it's like tenderizing me? If you yeah. beat up an octopus when it was dead before you ate it, it probably tastes. Like... It, might, it might cause bruising though. Um... I, don't, I, I don't know enough about octopuses to even know if they can bruise. Um, who invented octopuses? Do you who think... invented? O- Jesus. Do you think it was Jesus? Should I look at who? Who invented octopuses? But Lester loved the best lines. He's guiding some of his goons to go and chase after Sam Treadwell and Mary Griffiths, and he what's his line? Keep the sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Yeah, that that was possibly uh, one of the best lines in the film when uh, he says to his henchmen, it's like team building the henchmen. Yeah. Keep the sun and be yourself. But uh, they don't keep the sun and be themselves because they die. They die. And oh, 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 not... right at the end before they charge, before he does the big final battle, he mm. goes like, come on boys, life is an adventure. And then they all drive in on little mope and little ATVs. Yeah, I liked him. He was a good gang leader. I Yeah, I do think keep the sun of your eyes and be yourself is quite, like that's what I'm going to, tell my kids because like his compound was the best place we'd seen the city was boring and full of awful people yeah glory hole was full of horrible murder cowboys mm. his little camp everyone was happy they had sandwiches yeah they lived might... in little eco pods little but eco... they did shoot all trackers and, tracker. and, and also when he said to the guy sam treadwell he was like do you work out he's like no and he's like well you're gonna have to start working out so it's you'd have to do a lot of exercise there i mean with him or with him and you yeah. know he's very intense. Yeah, and he'd probably like get his crotch in your face. Makes Mr. Motivator like a slob. Yeah, I, it probably wouldn't be fun. It'd probably make you do a lot like CrossFit and burpees. <laughs> I don't think CrossFit had been invented in the 80s. Oh, of course, it's 2017. So yeah. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. Oh, so there's a, there's a brilliant bit where, like, so basically um, Sam finds Mel G again and they drive off into the sunset and she's sleeping and he's so distracted by how much she's sleeping he crashes the car yeah he's staring at her sleepy bits and then side boob drives in was I it... I think no you didn't anything. see any I think boob he was just gazing at her again the potential of boob I don't... he was thinking about the potential of boob or he was just gazing upon her innocent cherubic face face yeah and then smashed into a mountain yeah and the car even has like the thing we have now with it beeps beep, beep, proximity beep, beep, beep. sensors but she doesn't say what the fuck happened she just goes are you okay and then he and then, then they nearly fuck no no but the best thing about it was like he grabbed her but he grabbed her by the tits <laughs> like no first of all he started like just on her rib cage and then she but even before they kissed his arm went up his hand went up to tits and again pg-13 film <laughs> But they didn't really kiss. They did the moo sounds again when they kind of kissed and he like was basically eating her neck. I mean like... Vampire. Yeah, and then it was like that... <laughs> and then he honked the boob again. And then he did some... <laughs> yeah. 
And then why has humanity decided that is a noise for breast squeezing? It's because it's the same as a clown's nose, and that's <laughs> what boobs look like. I don't know. I don't, it's weird. Why have we decided that? I noise don't think for humanity has decided that. I think like a small group of people have decided that. I think that's. I reckon you go to anywhere on the planet and you go, "What does a boob sound like?" And you you point at breasts and you do that noise. Everyone will go. <laughs> I'm around gonna, you in unison what does a boob sound like what does a boob sound like yeah that's what I'm going to google well, that's it's, right it's going to have to be in context isn't it Cause just what boobs there... sound like that sound that boobs make what welcome to the internet the sound that boobs make it's the sound oh booby <laughs> That song's about. Um, you okay. are silent. <laughs> yeah, it's like what is sound? I, I guess mine is just boring. Uh-huh. Then, uh-uh. um, my breasts are right. Oh, okay, so she says, uh, "Let's get the robot graveyard." That's what you hired me for. Oh, because she stole the chip. Because she said, "Oh, the chip's destroyed. You can't see Cherry." Num 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 num. Kiss kiss kiss. And then he finds the chip. Then she's got it in a back pocket. She hasn't hit it very well. And he's like, you lied to me. And she's like, okay, let's go to the robot graveyard. That's what you hired me for. And I was like, is it like the elephant graveyard in uh, Disney's Lion King? But it's not. <laughs> well, I mean, it'd be weird if it was. Because it's yeah. robots, not elephants. That's true. Like giant robots lying everywhere. And I can't remember what Do they have a... Is there a... a hyenas, Whoopi Gerbo turns up as a hyena. Is there a, That's all I know about the elephant graveyard. Is there a chase scene in it? They slide down spines. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, when you play the... Um, I used to play the game of it. It's quite a difficult level to solve. To solve? Like a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, yeah. to solve. To complete? That's a better word, isn't it? Okay, so anyway, uh, they go to the robot graveyard and she's trying to fix a plane and he's like, oh, you're a messy bitch because she's got some oil on her face. Yeah. And she's like... They freak out at each other again. Yeah. That's at the brothel slash gas station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the plane is at... It's this, it's, this, it's this brothel, gas station, and there's two people that work there, an old dude and assumedly his daughter. It's like, one's a gas station and one's a brothel. And yeah. You get to pick. <laughs> like, that's that's what we ask for, what you pay for. That's the extra service at last chance brothel and gas station yeah we were saying it's quite handy if you've run out of gas in your horny you're like oh both two stones one bird it's a phrase isn't it <laughs> what does you just chuck a bird at two stones yeah that's a, what's the saying i think it's one bird two stones oh right yeah <laughs> that's what i meant um i said exactly what you said for some reason because now i can't not think of it that way around it's the other way around you're gonna say it wrong all the two time now birds one stone and so you'll be on mastermind and they'll be like what is a famous saying about a bird and a stone and you'll go three bu- two birds one stone three stones eight eight, eight bird. birds brothels and gas <laughs> last chance um so they go to the brothel and gas place and there's the old man with his daughter he's the gas she is the brothel uh, and then I mean we assume we assume we yeah I don't know the brothel gets shot and we were saying how then she has a name I couldn't what tell you was what her it name? was brothel brothel <laughs> Beryl brothel Beryl <laughs> um, but anyway there's a so six figure Jake turns up and it's that thing where he starts talking about life and what it means and it's like you do know someone's about to die when they start talking about dying and turning into wind yeah, and stuff like old. that. Yeah, and he was like, oh, and we just all turned into dust. And we were like, well, this is a big old signpost. They are hanging yeah. our lantern on his imminent death. And so this is at the Rothel gas station. There's a plane there she's fixing it, and then Lester chases them. Mm. And as they're fleeing, Brothel shoots old man Jake in the back. Yeah. Lester turns up. He's very cross because he didn't want her to kill them. And he was also annoyed that the plane could fly because he was assured by old man gas station Mm-hmm. That the plane couldn't fly, so he shoots, shoots Broth- brothel. He shoots brothel. Probably shoots gas station. We don't know. I don't know. Gas station seems like maybe he'll 
Because it looks like he's about to shoot gas station, but then Brothel's like, do you like my sandals? And he shoots her. <laughs> Instead, he's only got one bullet. Yeah. He's only yeah. got one. But he's forgot point. to bring more. He's like, fuck, I brought like, one bullet. Oh, God, I was worrying too much about my I 40, mantras. I brought 40 guns and one bullet. I got it wrong. Oh, my head. Oh. <laughs> oh, I got it wrong. And then uh, they chase the plane to Las Vegas. Yeah. Which is where the robot factory is. Mm-hmm. And the film pretty much kind of just peters out at this point. Well, he goes to, he goes <laughs> to find really. Cherry. He looks through this, like, weird, um, I don't know, it's just, like, all these women hung like up. A like locker. Re- a meat locker of ladies. A meat locker of ladies. Robot ladies. And like, each one is... Cool. Like, take me out. Like, take me but out. But the ladies can't speak. Yeah, but the ladies are robots. So he goes down, and you know it's not Cherry because what, they're clearly robots. Uh, and you're like, that's not a real person. That's not a real person. Then he gets to someone who's clearly human and an actress, and you go, there she is. I mean, actress is the strong word. Yeah, she, mm, yeah, she doesn't really do much. But she, um, she, so she, he puts the chip in her, and she turns into a real woman, like Pinocchio. <laughs> she turns into a real woman. Oh, and, is that why he wanted Pinocchio? Yeah. Is that why he was so dedicated to getting back? Whatever no. that Tinkerer's name was. Tinker. Oh, the, his dad. Um, Carpenter. Um, oh, uh, uh, no. Oh, oh, it's at my brain. Emilio. Emilio. Pateggio. Oh, what is it? Italian name. No, it's um, up. Oh, oh. Capitio. Mario Conde. Mazzel. Uh, spicy meatball. <laughs> no, what is it? Spaghetti. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to look it up. <laughs> no, I don't want to remember it. I want we'll to use my it. brain. We'll, we'll, I want to use my we'll brain. We'll come back to this at the end. Stay tuned for the name of Pinocchio's father. No, Pinocchio. I <laughs> 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 isolate that sound clip. Uh, ju- is it Geppetto? Geppetto. Oh, I haven't found it. I haven't looked for it. Geppetto. 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 Oh, that was painful to watch. And I'm Gepetto. sure. Geppetto. His name is Geppetto. We were not close. Well, I didn't know. His name was Mustache. We got to the... Well, I was close. I was you just were going... Close. Amerdo. <laughs> Amerdo. Italian Val. Um, so, he... So, in the factory, Lester turns up. The big climactic shootout. Mm. <laughs> so, um, oh, no, but, like, before that, when he, he meets Cherry, he puts Cherry's chip back in, and then he, like, makes out with her, and it's gross and weird, time. and there's just a lot of <laughs> mooing noises, and Melanie Griffiths is like, oh, no, I don't care, though. <laughs> But she does care. She totally cares. But... She does care. And then they shoot some stuff and then Cherry's useless and she's like, oh, I liked it when we watched this on TV. I don't like this. And then they all get in a plane. The plane's too heavy. He kicks her out of the plane. No, no, no. She, she, no so Melody they're Griff- in the plane. That's it. Uh, but because the three of them are too heavy. Melanie Griffith sacrifices herself yeah. to save Sam Treadwell and his fuckbot. Well, God knows why. What has he done for her? And then... So she's then hiding and she's shooting out with the, the last of Lester's men. Mm. It's all very dramatic. And... He Sandra looks back at Cherry's like we made it, honey, and she's like dead. Yeah, she has no like the creepiest because she's a robot. Dead eyes. And he's like, oh no, what have I done? I've sacrificed this real human woman mm. at, for this fake non-woman. Yeah. So he then turns the plane around, lands it, tells Cherry to go and find him a Pepsi in the middle of the desert, <laughs> which is cold. Yeah. Like you could have just taken the personality chip out of her head. Yeah. Like, she's a robot just turn her off don't leave her to wander the desert for eternity looking for something that may not exist anymore he was like I don't need you anymore so I guess I'm just going to throw you away and like I threw away Melanie Griffiths not 
not Nought but a minute ago. Yeah, they're going back and get her. Yeah. And then they make out in the plane. Yeah. But not before Lester dies in the lamest way possible. Doesn't he just like fly into a giant woman? Because his fake out death's lame. <laughs> Sam just shoots him and he falls through a window and then he turns it alive. And he like, the plane flies over and he grappling hooks onto it and dangles from it. It's not a fast plane. Mm. It's not going very fast. But it bangs him into like a fiberglass lady. model of a lady. Yeah. And then... But he's alive, clearly, just after impact, but then he's dead. So I guess he had, like, a random brain embolism or, like, Ah. finally he was killed by a heart attack or a hernia or something, (laughs) nothing to do with what happened. He dislodged the kidney stones and it's straight up to the brain. Yeah. Killed him. Exactly. The kidneys are connected to the brain by tubes. Yeah. For the snakes. It shot loose that clot. It was immediately gone. Yeah, he's like, oh, dead. And then his gang are just like, oh, Lester's dead. And was like, oh, well. Oh, and then they <laughs> eat sandwiches and Cherry has some sandwiches. But she doesn't have it. She just opens it, looks into it and goes, eh, pretty. Yeah, there was she's a... an idiot child. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of death in this film for a film about a weird sex robot. Oh, I looked up the body count while it was on. How many? How many? 30 people died 30 people... for Sam Treadwell's lust for fucking a robot. Oh, it's... That is a selfish man. And, and it was all his fault to start with because normally these kind of films, like, they learn something, but basically he was clumsy. And due to his clumsy lustness, he ended up killing 30 people. They didn't have to die. Sack was the uh, six-finger jack didn't have to die. Donkey didn't have to die. Oh, the donkey. Rip donkey. At the end, they showed a donkey. Like, yeah, donkey Just for the is. kids who were like, is the other donkey okay? He, well, he's in the desert, so he probably won't be alive donkeys for a while. Donkeys live in the desert. They're fine. Uh, do they? Yeah. No, they don't. Should yeah, I look this up? Donkeys live in the desert. Do donkeys... Burros live in the desert. Do donkeys live in... Oh, for people who have looked this up before. In, like, the American desert. Maybe not the Sahara. Um... Ooh, donkeys originate in the African desert and are a descendant of the African Wallace. Wild donkeys called burrows live in desert plains where they survive on little food and water for long periods. Okay, so the donkey's alright. Donkey's free to live his life as a burrow. That's probably more fun than like living in a cave with weird Loads toaster fucker. <laughs> um, so... That's it. I Do you know what? I actually liked this film in weird parts of it. I, there were one bits when he and Melanie Griffiths started getting off with each other. I was like... Oh, okay. This is actually quite nice. It was quite. It was kind of imaginative. Like it yeah. had. A, it had a weird world around it. Didn't fucking tell me what that world was. But god damn it, did it try? Yeah. Had loads of sweet eighties stuff. So, like some two the... sweet eighties montages of like someone driving a cool car through the desert to synth. Yeah. That's sweet. Some good synthing. Some like sweet eighties suits and like at club scenes. Like oh, the eighties are sweet. Yeah. Big eighties satellite dishes. Lots of great eighties props. Like they had a, a future wine bottle with just a metal camping thermos. Yeah, and there was it was just a couple of points as well where she was kind of like, you know, I'm a person and and you were like, Yeah, she is and I found myself rooting for them to get together in a genuine real way rather than a like oh for fuck's sake. Get this over with. Yeah, and um I mean obviously it was like long and tedious, but there was there was there were moments of it where I was like, Oh, this is okay. I enjoyed Lester's gang and his weird little sort of Jerry Springer thought for the day motivational war cries. Yeah, it felt like there was one person who came in and went, "Can I write some weird lines?" And they went, "Oh, we don't care about this." Whatever, do what you want, mate. Um, so he improved it vastly. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fine. I it's think it's a B movie, isn't it? That yeah, be good. So I think it should probably like, um, I don't know, maybe go into rehab, rehabilitation, do some physio. Somehow take out more of the pointless shit and explain what the hell's going on yeah maybe a bit more exposition at the top a uh, bit less mooing noises bit less boob grabbing or loads more boob grabbing so it's not weird or or just like maybe like in the future that's the standard way that people greet each other is they grab each other's 
breasts. No, but then what would a woman grab? Men have breasts. Another men. Yeah, but it's not. Desexualize the, the breast. But it's Release not, the breast. But it's, it's not, just fatty tissue. It's not the same thing, like a man's breast and a woman's breast. Yeah, I guess balls. Well, because the balls are too rude. Why? Well, because you could get away with breasts being on telly, like. No, 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 but you don't see them, you've got to just grab them. It's still, it's too rude. I think the butt, not... is, the butt is the same level. No, of because we've got, no, because you'd have to do something that the man has, a woman doesn't have. Well, just both, everyone grabs butts then. Okay, there butts. No, but they didn't even grab butts, they just walk backwards into each other. It's <laughs> oh, greeting. A li- little butt hug. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> oh, quite nice. That would be nice. Dogs yeah. would be very confused. <laughs> <laughs> More donkey, less, less donkey death. More donkeys, less donkey death. Yeah, so maybe like 30% more donkeys, 100% less donkey death. But there was two donkeys, so just like part of another donkey. (laughs) 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 Oh God, why? (laughs) Uh, More snake tubes. I really enjoyed the snake tube. Yeah, more snake tubes. Um, More emotion in Melly Griffiths' voice. Yeah, better acting. More more people like Lester who are having fun. Less people trying more more fingers on Jack. <laughs> I want him to be a ten finger Jack. Oh, twelve finger Jack. Yeah. <laughs> it's Six horrible by oh, sixty five finger Jack. Um, less toaster ovens. Or way more. Way like, more. Like every scene has at least two toaster ovens. Yeah. In it. Like it's some weird running theme and never addressed. It's just a toaster oven in every shot. Yeah. That'd be great. Go big that. or go home. <laughs> okay, so you had a question. Yeah. So this film's about the sexy robots. What are your top three sexiest robots? Any media, any whatever. Oh, any media. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> so number one, uh, the shark from Jaws. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a sexy robot. Powerful. And he's a, and he's a movie star. <laughs> because, you know, why not? Um, I also have uh, the kid from AI. No, obviously not. He's a child. <laughs> Jude Law from AI. Jude Law. Oh, he's not that sexy. I'm going to just... Am I the only person in the world that thinks Jude Law is sexy? Because I, I, I broach yes. this to people often. They go, eh. Yeah. And I go, but he's sexy, right? He just seems slimy. I thought that was like his whole deal. That's why he was in stuff, was because he was sexy. Mm, slimy. I think it's because he had... Slimy an, can an, be sexy. But it's like because he had an affair with the nanny and... Oh, but that's not real. That's, yeah, I'm not talking about actual Jude Law. Yeah, but actual, but like acting. film Jude Law. I think it's also... Do you, have you ever seen Closer? No. I have seen The Holiday. Okay, well, it's not the same. That's a different <laughs> film. So, um... <laughs> In- I have seen <laughs> Seven Samurai. <laughs> so in Closer, he's like, uh, he's a very wimpy, pathetic character. It's a really good film, actually. Um, <laughs> and I think from from that, I've sort of found him to be quite... Uh, it's just taste. It's just taste, mate. It's just taste, isn't it? You know, sexy. what like what to you is like sexy to me is like a pile of poo. Like, it's not a pile of poo, but it's like... <laughs> It's kind of I don't just. I don't know if you're trying to defend Jude Law and not offend my taste. <laughs> no, but it's like that's why the world's beautiful. Everyone has different tastes. Some and people fancy Jude Law. Some, some people, people don't. Have <laughs> <laughs> um, been purged. <laughs> so I feel the other two, I'm just going to go with Michael Fassbender and Michael Fassbender and oh, Alien Covenant. That's cheating. It's not cheating. I like them both in different they're ways. The same robot. Uh, but they're a different person. <laughs> One is for when I want someone to do some good fingering for my flute playing. <laughs> Oh, everyone's seen that film. That's yeah. sound very strange. Yeah. You've seen Alan Covenant, then uh, I'm winking at you guys, winking at you. Look into uh, my eyes. I'll do the fingering. I'll do the fingering. <laughs> and the other one's kind of like, also, but he, the other one is also like solid and American and, oh, just a Michael Fassbender sandwich. Walter Robot would carry the shopping home. David 
Robot would make you an excellent dinner. Yeah, and David Robot would also tell you things like he'd quote stuff at you, he'd philosophize in a nonsensical hey, way. He might murder you and turn your innards into the gestation needs for intergalactic but a, monsters. But I'd have a bloody good time Until beforehand. Then, oh, banging. I'd have I'd have the intellectual stimulation from him. I probably wouldn't have sex with him. I'd have sex with the other one. Walter in the streets, David in the sheets. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay what about you uh first one robot from lost in space the really? remake with joey yeah. oh, i saw that at the cinema he's big he's strong he's got laser for arms wait i'm gonna look he's him up protective uh he's got sweet treads for legs is he called robot <laughs> he's called robot um he can get smashed up and turned back into another robot gary oldman was in that film gary wasn't oldman he? Was in that film. i used to have such a weird crush on gary oldman <laughs> Why, i i don't know he's just a very sexy man uh, you can use a holographic projection to control robot from lost in space oh he was good he yeah was you're dedi- right dedicated to to the kids oh what happened to the, okay what do you think happened to the ki- how old is the kid in lost in space remake should we try and I'd guess say he's probably now about 30 68 what no <laughs> oh with many original one maybe 1998 oh my god I was god. seven or six depending on when it how was. old was I was 13 oh I saw that in the cinema Heather Graham's in it VHS um I had the nev- Jack I had, Johnson I had the novelisation Jack what, Johnson the singer um so he is two years yeah he's 30 Wait, Jack Johnson, the singer? No, 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 no. He's oh, right. Jack Johnson, so, though. No, Jack Johnson, the singer, was the kid in Lost in Space no, with Joey out of Friends. No, he hasn't done much since then. Oh, well. But he's... Why, 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 why try and do better than perfection? But he's 30. Good for him. Anyway. Robot 2 yeah. is the big robot that tries to kill Will Smith and iRobot. Oh, The um, giant house-crushing robot. What? Not, not, um... No! Not Sunny. No. Sunny? If I'm going sexy robots, I'm not having humanoid robots. I have to keep looking these up because your ones are so <laughs> weird. Oh, it was... He's big, he's got a job, stable job. That's stupid, this is stupid. <laughs> I, robot, house-crushing robot. <laughs> he's dedicated. He doesn't kill Will Smith. But, like, when he you say be... sexy, you can't actually have intercourse with any of these, and you haven't even chosen, your, like, a female. Your concept of sex is very narrow. Like, normal. I can connect on a deeper level with House Crushing Robot from iRobot than you ever could with Walter or David, even at the same time. Right. With one either end. Why? Because of his solid... Solid job. Probably got like a pension. He doesn't want to hurt people. He has to be hacked to break down the house where Will Smith's in it, otherwise he won't do it. He's like, no, there's a person in there. Yeah. I'm professional, damn it. I won't do it and mm. then someone's like wrong there's nobody and they guess well better get to it then I love that M- moral robot. okay well, neither of us uh, one of us should say six from Battlestar Galactica that's she's six. not sexy though she's evil uh, which one's six she's a blonde one uh-huh. Ooh, no and yet house crushing robot is erotic yeah right what's the last one uh, the fembots from Austin Powers oh uh, yeah that's good yeah yeah uh, shoot things at the boobs yeah probably because of that they've They've got deadly weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, can be outsexed by Mike Myers, a function I find very arousing in all of my creatures. Because <laughs> if they think that's sexy, what do they get a load oh, of yeah. this? <laughs> I'm a good foot taller than Austin Powers. And I only Best have, teeth. I only have some of that chest hair. Yeah. Located entirely across my back. But that's not the point. <laughs> but you could just, like, they might not have seen that before. I just don't think I'm not as sexy. My last answer was um, Kit out of Night Rider. The car. Yeah. 
Oh God, your choice. Mine makes sense. Yours is like a whole can of worms. Like a well, therapist is listening to this going, to like oh my robots, God, that guy's a sociopath. Sexy robots. I'm not going for oh. androids. Although I did choose the... like humans. Yeah. Yeah, you chose a murderous guy who d- commits genocide. I can change tears him. Tears apart the only one that ever loved him into eggs. I love a bad boy. To fuel acid-blooded hell beasts with mouths for mouths. Yeah, but... And penises for murder tales. I can change him. Also, I did choose a giant shark. <laughs> yeah, you chose an animatronic. Yeah, but he seems fun. You chose a giant shark prop, not even the real shark. No. You chose the prop, an animal object with no, with no thoughts of his own. I no think concept. when he said loose, like sexy, I feel like we've very loosely applied this to our robots. <laughs> sexy. He looks out for people. He's technologically advanced. They would have to hop inside him regularly. I've never seen Knight Rider. Um, I know, I know what he is. Confusing is t- Knight, Ri- Knight Rider. Like, so you think the car would be named Knight because he rides it. No, fucking David Hasselhoff's called Knight. What's that about? He's called Knight. He doesn't ride him. He's, but he rides around at night. <laughs> There's Knight with a K. Like, no, I know, but I wonder, if, no, I wonder if that's why that's they're why trying to call him Knight Rider is because they're trying to say like sometimes that night is double meaning... <laughs> Kit Rider would not be as good. Kit Rider. Yeah. Kit Rider sounds like a character in a bad sci-fi film. Kit Rider. In the year 4008, Kit Rider must battle the Demogons. Yeah, it sounds like a child sci-fi. Nebula. Yeah. I'll hang out with Kit Rider. Kit, Kit Rider sounds a bit like, I think, a Kit Harrington. I Kit think. Rider! All right, anyway, we've been babbling off long enough. Uh, so in, we made our conclusion. I think, I think, I think it's been a better film than I thought. Yeah, it was alright. It was alright. It was fine. It was alright. You know what? And I thought the premise was just stupid enough. Yeah. They didn't quite... I don't think they ever fully grabbed hold of it. I like Lester. Yeah. I like the costumes. Yeah. More. Ch- ch- I, I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to Cherry 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait till they remake the film. Anyway, um, follow us on Twitter. At Geek Lead us a review. Tell your friends. And email us your thumb size. You have it's the law. You have it's to the law. Now. You have to do it if you're listening <laughs> you to it. a contract, a verbal one. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank bye you. Love bye, you. Bye. Cherry two thousand. <laughs>